You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast, Season 3, Episode 53, Cubs Winter Meeting Madness, we're calling this one. And uh, we are now going to start breaking down what's happening out in San Diego at these winter meetings. And we remind you to listen, download, review, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. All right, Crowley, the winter meetings are getting going just as we are setting up to uh, record this podcast. And they will last from this Sunday all the way through the 7th of December. Yeah, there's a lot going on, so there's going to be some excitement. Every day of the winter meetings has something, and there's going to be a lot of coverage on MLB Network. Uh, I'm going to check and see what Marquee has. But uh, Sunday, December 4th, today, when we are recording at 7 p.m. Central, so in about 45 minutes, the results from the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee election will be announced. There are 16 members uh, on Hall of Fame board-appointed electees. So this replaced the old Veterans Committee, right? So the Veterans Committee was designed to uh, right the wrongs, guys that missed out and maybe shouldn't have. And so just there's a lot of names on here, some Cubs that, uh, that may interest you who are on this 16-member uh, committee. Greg Maddox, former Cub, Brian Sandberg, Lee Smith, Frank Thomas from the South Side, uh, Theo Epstein, and Kenny Williams from the South Side. So a lot of connections. Now, these are the guys that are on the ballot, Dustin. Albert Bell, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Don Mattingly, Fred McGriff, Dale Murphy, Raphael Palmero, Kurt Schilling are all on the ballot. Not on the ballot? Somebody's missing. Somebody's missing, Crowley. <laughs> That's, I mean, is Tom Ricketts, is, is Tom Ricketts the chairman of this, uh, this committee? His, his name's not on here? I mean... If, if you're going to have all those other names, why in the world would you not also have Sammy Sosa's name on it? Obviously, you know, Sammy played 18 season for four teams, including the Cubs and White Sox. Career 273 batting average, 2,408 hits, 609 home runs, 1,667 RBIs, and 14, uh, 1,475 runs, a career war of 58. This is, it doesn't make sense, especially, okay, you know, you have Rafael Palmero. He tested positive. He tested right. positive. And he, like, and, look, and he lied about it. Right. Under oath, tested in front of Congress. And lied about it. Right. And, and mm-hmm. I, I just don't get it because, you know, when you talk about it, okay, so you're a guy that got caught, but Sammy Sosa's not on there. That doesn't make any sense. Obviously, no. Doesn't make Sammy any Sosa. sense at all. None. Zero. This Look, is we, very upsetting, Crawley. Very upsetting. We're not. We're not going to pretend to know what Sosa did or didn't do. Um, but the point of it is, he never tested positive for anything in his career. Now, I'm not saying he took Flintstone vitamins like he used to say, but I will say that <laughs> don't tell me that Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens was in court. Barry Bonds was in court. Okay, Palmero was like I said, the test. It just you can't put. Bonds, Clemens, you know, Palmero, and no Sosa. And so I don't know if anybody's familiar. If you go to your baseball reference page, right? If you go to baseball reference, they have something that's called a similarity score. And what that is, is that they look at the numbers and they compare them to see like who they are most similar to. Okay. So what, what players would Sammy Sosa be most similar to? If you're taking a look at that. So when I look at the similarity scores for Sammy Sosa, okay, these are the players that they have as being kind of the most uh, similar to Sammy Sosa. And the thing is, Dustin, they are all Hall of Famers. Every single one of of them that Sammy Sosa that they have linked to. So how can you tell me 
that Sammy Sosa isn't on this list. I just, I, I don't, you know, everybody sits there and, and gives them crap and all that other stuff. Uh, him and, uh, him and uh, McGuire, right? And, 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 you know, just they saved baseball. I don't care what anybody says. That's always going to be where I stand. And to, to sit there Absolutely, and pretend like, like, like this doesn't matter, like you're just erasing. I'm not, I know Sammy Sosa is not the greatest guy in the world, the greatest human being in the world. He's got his issues much like a lot of these players do. But you can't tell me that when, when you are looking at this, that he is not – when you look at the numbers, that's it, just the numbers, right? If you didn't, if you didn't look at anything else, you didn't have his name next to it. And then, again, if you, here are the guys most similar to him. Jim Tomey, Mike Schmidt, Reggie Jackson – Ken Griffey Jr., Harmon Killebrew, Eddie Matthews, Mickey Mantle, Willie Stargell, Gary Sheffield, and Willie McCovey. Out of those 10 guys, the only one not in the Hall of Fame is Gary Sheffield, and those names I read off are some of the biggest names in baseball. Absolutely. Now, Crawley, just so for myself and for the listeners, that, that group of names from Albert Bell through Kurt Schilling that you went over, are one of those guys getting in for sure? Does this group Will this group appoint somebody in no matter what, or... Do they do they have to? Are they required to? Could they? How does that work? No, they if no if they don't get the majority, then they, that's not going to happen. If there's no okay. uh, there's a certain percentage, and if you don't get that, then no. So there are a lot of people that kind of feel that Fred McGriff is the guy that has the best chance on that list. Whether that ha- happens or not, I'm not sure. First thing when I say Fred McGriff, what do you think of? Crime dog. Okay. Second thing. Second thing. Then he remind. You know what? Honestly, I was. What comes to mind when I say Fred McGriff? What What do you see? I I see. I I see him. I see myself super excited that the Cubs got him, and so he's on a long list of baseball players that the Cubs got past their prime. But I recognized their name and was super excited. (laughs) It's not the Tom Amansky home video to make you a better baseball player as a little leaguer. That's a first. I oh, I just I think of that in. And Fred wearing like a, a a ball cap and like a powder blue T-shirt or something, pointing at you in the screen. Uh, no, just, uh, Tom, the Tom Amansky video is what I always think of when I think of Fred McGriff. So I there's all these guys that I got excited through as a Cub fan growing up, and I remember, oh my God, we got Fred McGriff, we're going all the way. What yeah. we got? No more Garcia Parra. Look oh, out! Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. What we got? Goose Gossage. All right, you know, just guys that you just sat there and you were so excited about. It. I remember just being. I was at the, like one of the first games McGriff played in, and and people had their crime dog signs, and I, I just remember being there and being so super excited. But of course, it didn't work out. <laughs> All right, so that's what's happening on Sunday. How about Monday the fifth? Monday, they reveal the all MLB team at 7 p.m. Central Time. MLB Network will present the first team and second uh, team choices of the best performers in 2022 as determined by fan votes and a panel of media members, broadcasters, former players, and other officials. As exciting as that sounds, the big one, Dustin, Tuesday, December 6th. Okay, MLB Network for the first time will air live coverage of the MLB draft lottery at 7.30 p.m. The Cubs have a 1% chance of getting the first pick, so cross your fingers. This is the first time they're ever doing the draft lottery because what they're trying, this was from the last CBA, they're trying to disincentivize tanking. So if you all of a sudden just completely tank and get the worst record, that no longer guarantees you the number one draft pick. So the order of the first six selections in the 2023 draft will be decided at this lottery. The rest of the 12 teams that did not make the postseason 
are going to be, uh, they're going to pick in order of their 2022 win percentage. Yeah, this is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, you know, I don't know. What was, what was that the old tale about Michael Jordan? Wasn't it like the cold envelope? <laughs> yes. Yes. The frozen envelope. Yeah. Now, also earlier in the day, we talked about this on the last podcast. They're going to have the reliever of the year award, AL and NL, no big deal, whatever. But the Ford Frick award winners will be announced. Uh, we, we had Pat Hughes on the podcast. It was a fantastic interview. And uh, the guy that grew up telling me for all you youngsters out there, Steve Stone <laughs> used to be with the Cubs and now with the White Sox. So both of those guys are nominated, um, both very deserving of the award. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, Dustin, to be honest, I have butterflies in my stomach, man, just because of what happened last time, like I said, with that Hawk Harrelson trauma. So I, I just I just want to see Pat get it. I, he's so great. He's so wonderful. He's such a good guy. He's so good at what he does. If you listen to the podcast that we had, his uh, CD series about old-time broadcasters, all the greats that he does, MLB Voices, it's just he, he is – He's a special character, man, and it's just I just want him to enjoy the fruits of his labor. Yeah, he's good people. I I'm with you. I really hope that he uh, that he does get that call, and that will be uh, on Tuesday. Then we move into the final day of these meetings, Wednesday, December the seventh. All right, there's reason to be nervous and reason to be excited. That is what we we we've had a couple shows about the Rule Five Draft. Remember, the Rule 5 draft permits teams to pick up certain minor league players who have not been protected by being placed on the 40-man roster. So we already know which Cubs are on the 40-man roster and other teams can't uh, take those players. But a team that's uh, selected a player in the Rule 5 draft must pay the team of origin 100000 and they have to keep the claimed player on the 26-man roster for the duration of the upcoming season. Or they have to play him on waivers, and if the player clears waivers, he's offered back to the club from where he was claimed for fifty thousand dollars, so half the price. So it, it's a risk because you can't, you know, obviously you know with like especially like with rosters and the amount of pitchers that you have, that per- player has to be on the entire year. You can't be like, oh, they got to go back to the minors. That's it. You're stuck with them for the year. So it is a huge commitment. It's a huge gamble. So two co- baseball of America updated its list of dru- rule five draft prospect, which guys they think they are. There are two Cubs minor leaguers who were listed as possible draft prospects. Giovanni Cruz, who's a right-handed pitcher for the South Bend Cubs and Denise Correa, a right-handed pitcher who played for the Smokey and the Iowa Cubs. So those are the guys right now that um, have the most potential of being drafted. And, and, and again, we'll see what, what, if the Cubs, you know, this is, a good time to pick up a reliever. You know what I mean? And, and you look at teams that have really stocked systems. Those are the ones that have the most to lose by the rule five draft. So, you know, maybe the Cubs pick someone up. You don't have to. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be an exciting first full week of December Crowley. We will keep everybody uh, up to date. What is happening? Cubs make a move, follow us on social media, and uh, we'll always be ready to roll with a uh, emergency podcast. Should the, uh, news warn it but that's a wrap season one episode 53 cubs winter meeting madness is in the books crowley tell us again how to uh follow like and share these podcasts yeah you can you can go to any of our social media sites and the podcasts are up there fly the w670 on instagram and twitter fly the w on facebook or you could email us at fly the w670 at gmail.com like, subscribe, rate, and then it, it's going to be great. The, um, you know, it was kind of a little bit quiet now, but there's going to be all sorts of news. And we're going to be, uh, after the winter meetings are done, we're going to have another podcast. And as Dustin said, if anything exciting breaks, 
We're going to be there because we love the damn Cubs. Yep, I'm all for it. Let's uh, let's hope for an emergency podcast early uh, early this week, Crowley. Yeah, let's do it. Go Cubs. Go Cubs.